0: Hello there. I think we should reintroduce ourselves. I'm Rose. I'm Barbara. (laughs) And we're the bright side of crazy. We're the
1: crazy side of bright, however you want to say it. (laughs) Some days we're a little brighter than others. Some days we're a little (laughs) crazier than others. (laughs) I'm feeling a little crazy,
0: but the good kind of crazy.
1: I'm feeling kind of bright right now, but it's because I had coffee and someone brought me cookies. Yes. (laughs) Cookies make Barbara shine. (laughs) are you after christmas i'm doing well like i said you bought me got me cookies so <laughs> i'm happy fresh cookie in my belly happy barbie happy barbie merry christmas happy new year almost
0: almost new year it's hard to believe i i feel like 2020 has been like 27 months and time is bizarre so i was thinking back to I thought that I missed a friend's birthday this year, and I didn't, but it was just over the summer. It was in June, and I'm like, did I miss that? What? And then I thought for some reason my trip to Sedona was in May, but it was in June. So like the whole time thing, it's like a time traveler experiment in my brain is what it feels like. <laughs> like I don't... I feel like it seems unreal because there was just so much going on. And and so
1: little going on at the same right. time. Right.
0: Right. But I totally thought that I missed a friend's birthday. I had to go back on Amazon because I remembered buying something on Amazon and sending it direct to their house. But for some reason, I thought it was last year. So I had to go back in my Amazon purchases to see like, oh no, that was really <laughs> this year. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, I and I want it to be over January 1st like magic fairy dust. And I know that that's not probably going to happen. <laughs> no.
1: Nope. Especially now now that there's a new stream yeah. that they've found. Who knows this may, nightmare of weirdness may start all over again.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer. I have no problem with a lockdown, though. I'm totally down for that. Well, because it doesn't
1: affect us, really. (laughs) I mean, we're still going to work. (laughs) We're essential enough uh, in our nine to five that we still get to go to work every day, whether we physically are at the job. Mm -hmm. We can log in from our couches.
0: That was so beautiful. I would wake up five minutes before I had to clock in. Put myself down on my couch, clock in. Di- Please, people, this was not a Zoom thing. Nobody was looking at me. <laughs> it is just listening to a voicemail line, making a few phone calls, and waiting for a text message to roll in and answer a couple emails.
1: This was like the sweetest gig. I need this to happen again. <laughs> Now, for me, I don't know if it was my <laughs> my antiquated technology at home with my older laptop or my slower internet because I live in a dead zone. Um, but everything moved so slow. Like trying to send emails took forever. If I would not <clears throat> stay logged in or active on my email session for very long, i get logged out of the server. And then it takes three minutes to log back in. Um, so mine was just very frustrating Mm -hmm. and I feel like I could do things way faster and more efficiently at the office. So I actually like being back at the office, even though I work way harder when Mm -hmm. I'm physically there. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I I'm okay with any lags, totally. So (laughs) I didn't have to be there. That's all that mattered. True. (laughs) (laughs) All that mattered. Uh, so I'm ready for another lockdown. I'm sorry people, but. Um, this is what I do in the winter, and wouldn't it be a good time to just hibernate? Just, like, six weeks. Let's just hibernate for six weeks. <laughs> I've got enough toilet paper to last me. I'm not hoarding, but I've got, you know, some backup because it started to dwindle again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, I thought I had enough, but I realized two lo- two rolls leave my house every weekend with my daughter. <laughs> I go through my toilet paper faster than I go through my toilet paper. <laughs> and I've gotten these big, like, four rolls per yeah. roll, mega thingies. So it, it's really more like, I don't know, eight rolls a week that you <laughs> are disappearing. <laughs> Matter of fact, I don't think she took anything yesterday, so. Yeah, toilet paper math is weird. Yeah, and I'm not really sure. <laughs> the, the, the tube doesn't seem to get any smaller or much smaller. I don't know. I don't know. It's strange. But I have plenty and I can order
0: my groceries through Amazon and have them delivered. I'm totally, totally down to just chill at home.
1: I'm ready. You know, I think I may have to contact the Scott company though. Though now that we're talking about it. Because in nine months, I've not been able to find my regular toilet paper. How interesting. Yeah. The only, I like Scott because mm-hmm. they're the original toilet paper. I like the one with the ripples. But I can't find it. All they have is this single ply that you can, like, see through. Mm -hmm. And they tricked me once with that because I was like, oh, there's my Scott paper. Nope. That's the only Scott paper I've been able to find since the pandemic started.
0: Yeah, and that's no good.
1: So, I mean, I have found other stuff, but, you know, I have brand loyalty, Scott Company. (laughs) And uh, I would really like to use you again. Thank you.
0: Uh, so my go-to is the Charmin in the green package that is sensitive and has lotion on it. Because oh. yeah, for your for your sensitive tushy,
1: <laughs> my sensitive tushy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I need I, I need some delicate care in my bits and pieces.
1: A whole five minutes on toilet paper.
0: We've come a long way from Mr. Whipple. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't squeeze the charm. I used to love those commercials.
0: He was a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. As we're recording this, yesterday would have been my birthday. I am 49 years old, almost a half of a century old.
1: Happy birthday
0: to you. <laughs> this year is wonky for birthdays. Thankfully, I guess, um, I've never had really great birthdays. The last couple, because of some really great friends, have, you know, wanted to make up for that. And some of those friends had, one had a 50th birthday this year, and she was really looking forward to a trip to Florida, and that was next. And 50 is kind of a big one. It is? Yeah, so birthdays just suck ass this year too, so, but again, I'm really, I guess being a An exiled child (laughs) has paid off that I am not too shaken by this or spending Christmas by myself. Like, I'm really down to be by myself and
1: not, you know, party. Well, we, uh, speaking of being by yourself, we did have some different, a different Christmas this year. The, my daughter-in-law's dad is a nurse. And he's currently treating COVID patients. Oh, so um, my father is not doing uh, health wise, not doing well right now, and so since he, um, her father is treating COVID patients, we decided that probably wouldn't be the best to get together. Right, um, you know, me and the my son and daughter in law, we see each other every day, and you know, I see my parents, she sees her parents, but thought not. not thought best not to, to co-mingle. So uh, it was separated this year, which is just different because, you know, we're small enough that we would do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, real small this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's but the whole cool. cook and small thing. That's what gets me. <laughs> I still see all my people just in different days. It's the cook and small. Cook and small. Yeah. That's
0: very different. Yes. I remember. um during my divorce, like having to edit and just cook for me sometimes if my son was gone. Like how do I do that?
1: Yeah. I still have a 25 pound <laughs> turkey in the freezer that I anticipated cooking for Christmas. Mm. So possibly New Year's. Still thinking about it. Well,
0: maybe a good Fourth of July turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna keep them that long.
1: I'll still cook it this winter. But it just I, you well, know, planned ahead and got my a turkey for Christmas. And remember when we were talking about how they had all these uh, after Thanksgiving or near Thanksgiving, we were talking about how the farmers had a surplus of these large birds. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I went and bought <laughs> one of these 25-pound birds. And, uh, you know, all two of us for dinner didn't need that. <laughs>
0: Oh, so speaking of Christmas, I had uh, my grandson over just Friday through Saturday morning uh, the week before. It was just a very short visit this time. So I tried to get him up at seven o'clock in the morning. And, um, you know, this is a week before Christmas. I mean, he understands presents because his birthday was not that long ago. I don't know if he gets the concept of Santa because he didn't get to see Santa this year. Mm -hmm. So I told him at 7 o'clock, like, I think Santa was here. We should get up and go open presents.
1: I would just like to interject that I don't care how quick the visit is. I am never waking my grandchildren up at 7 o'clock in the morning unless we are on our way to Disney.
0: (laughs) Please continue. (laughs) Well, I had to return him home by noon. So we've got to get presents opened. Breakfast, playing with presents, putting the toys away, getting dressed. Like there's a whole lot of things that happen need to happen by eleven thirty AM to get him a home by noon. So Okay,
1: fair enough. <laughs>
0: seven o'clock. So he looks at me and says, I need to go check and rolls over to go back to sleep. He is so like So you
1: need to go check. Grandma needs to go check.
0: I need to go check. Okay. So I did not go check. I went and took a shower and then I was drying my hair and I was being as loud as possible to get this child up. So 7.30, he's kind of giving me the stink eye like, (laughs) what are you doing? And I said, I really heard Santa. I think we need to go look and see if there's presents. And he was a Santa denier. He's like, no, (laughs) Santa was not here. And I said, but I heard him. And he's like, there's no presents. And I said, I really believe there are. So I had to, like, force the child downstairs to receive presents. There's something wrong with you for waking him up. There's (laughs) something wrong with him for not wanting to go down and check. People are weird. So when we got to his house that day and all of the presents were then under the tree, he's like, (gasps) First of all, he thought all of them were his. And, um... Because they were all
1: visiting <laughs> your house,
0: right? Yes, it was his house. And uh, then he was, like, excited. Like, okay, let's open presents. And they were not doing Christmas at that time. So they're like, no. And, like, it was just like, but I just opened presents.
1: <laughs> oh, well, now that's a gift that just keeps giving. Because you, you got him all hyped for presents, dropped him off, and then got to giggle that he... He wasn't going to get... Not that he couldn't open them, but... That, <laughs> They would be struggling with yeah. explaining that.
0: Yeah, it was going to be later in the day for them still as oh, okay. well. So, so still that yeah. day not, okay. They were waiting for some relatives to come by, which is why I had to get him there earlier. So. Ah,
1: I see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so before I arrived, um, his mom uh, had a large Toy Story Woody doll in the bedroom that she did not hide well enough. there's a snake in my boot (laughs) so he saw it and was quite excited about it and so when i got him to my house he's looking in the bag and the bag is not that big but i guess facial things aren't really clicking for him yet oh gotcha because he's like looking in the bag and i'm like what are you looking for and he goes the big woody and i'm like i don't have the big Woody? It's <laughs> not here. Gigi's been looking for
1: the big Woody for a while.
0: <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> and so when he opened his presents, he's he again, where is the big Woody? I don't have the big Woody. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure later that day he did finally receive, which now sounds really bad. Thank you, Barbara.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Not a child's program. (laughs) Childlike, maybe. (laughs)
0: Yes, so uh, that was fun and interesting. So he's only three and he just turned three. So maybe, maybe it will click a little better next year. I don't know. Maybe when he gets to see Santa and put all of those concepts together. Like, oh, Santa is the giver of the gifts. Okay, (laughs)
1: <laughs> we've never been big on going to see santa i mean i guess when my kids were little we kind of did but i was never one of the let's stand in in line at the mall to go see santa or anything it was more kind of happenstance or we would do the christmas parties at the rec center but like i've never taken the grandkids to see santa right it's just not my thing Mm -hmm. especially now that the mall Santa's you have to buy their package and you can't even take your own picture that's kind of bunk. yeah so
0: there's lots of smaller places though there's like the ironworks place and that has Santa come in that Mm -hmm. doesn't do that so I like those kind of events to do that but you know not this year
1: (laughs) no not this year there was Santa was It was a Zoom Santa year (laughs) for other people, still not for us. It was just a weird year all the way around. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness we are on the countdown. On the countdown. It's the final countdown. Okay, that was the closest (laughs) I'm going to get to singing that. And I realized how bad it sounded (laughs) as I started.
0: There was a, um, I don't even know the name of the show, but it was some sort of song lyric competition. Uh, Game show. And I was really good at that. And it's not the one that's on now. This was, I don't know, maybe uh, six or seven years ago. And the final countdown was the theme that was always on it. They had a live band in there. Oh, okay. And uh, I was so good at that game show. Like, I knew it. And it was a lot of 80s music. I bet you would have been good at it, too.
1: Possibly. (laughs) I'm better at the lyrics than I am with, like, when the music plays. And people are like, oh, you know what that is? I'm like, no, I really don't a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Now, as soon as the lyrics start, I'm like, oh, yeah, I absolutely know what that is. But I have a hard time putting.
0: Yeah, that's this Shazam show that's on now. That's oh, the okay. one. Yeah. But this one was older. And I want to say that Wayne Brady was the host of it. But I I could be wrong on
1: that. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of, I saw a commercial for, what is it, The Price is Right? Is that what Drew Carey's doing now? Yes. He has like a goatee and a mustache. I had no.
0: I saw the commercial (laughs)
1: probably twice before it registered that it was Drew Carey. Yeah, he's totally changed, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then, then it followed up with something with Wayne Brady. So whatever Mm -hmm. he's. Let's make a deal. Yes. Yeah. I don't watch game shows, (laughs) so I, I'm lucky that I remembered that much. But I was completely shocked that how different he looked. Mm -hmm. You know, from the Drew Carey show days. Completely. Yeah. So, what was happening with you? Hanging out with the kids one-on-one. Having fun. <laughs> so, I do have a funny Amelia story. Okay. That's my oldest granddaughter. She's five and a half. And, uh, she likes to tell me how it is. So, over the weekend, we were playing with her dolls. And she has, um, she's very much in the Disney princess kind of time frame. Or, uh, age range. So, we have... Bell and um she's a redhead so we have lots of Anna dolls and things like that so she has an Anna whose hair is in braids and she had a crown on well when the dolls come they're kind of like stitched onto their head so that they don't they're not supposed to come off (laughs) um so she she had gotten it off but I put it back on and the way they fit they're pretty snug on their head anyway so she took it off and evidently it got stuck. And so it pulled part of her hair out of her braid and was sticking out off her head. And she came out all upset and told me that the doll's hair was look messed up and now it looked like grandma. <gasps> yeah. Wow. The doll's hair was messed up like grandma's. Sweet. Right? <laughs> no, granted, when the kids were over, you know, I don't bother doing my hair. It's, you know, putting a clip or putting a ponytail or whatever. And... At this point, I had not showered for the day. But, yeah, it was like, really? Thanks. So I had to probably go look in the mirror to see how bad my hair really was. But in, in all fairness, we did have at least one WWE SmackDown already that day um, that she beat me up during. But, yeah, the doll's hair was messed up and looked like me. Okay. Yeah. This is the... This is... Uh, the reality that i have no <laughs> and i did have a bit of a health scare oh um yeah i was putting on lotion so fresh out of the shower and i'm putting on lotion and i do not put lotion on near a mirror of course because you know i'm late 40s and we don't do that <laughs> to ourselves um so i put you know you put the big glob of lotion on at least i do and i kind of put it in different spots and then start rubbing it in so I'm rubbing it in on my back and kind of down my backside. And I feel a lump while, I have, while I'm have doing this. And I'm like, oh my God. But I'm already in this big downward motion, like from as far up my back as I could reach down. So I wasn't exactly sure where the lump was. So then I proceeded to go back up my body. And okay, where was I when I felt the lump? Because of course my hand had slid probably a foot down before it fully registered in my brain. So now I'm trying to feel my body to figure out where this lump is, because clearly I'm going to have to have this checked out. And eventually I can't figure out where it is. So I go to the mirror. It was a lotion glob. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the gooey bit that kind of sits on the edge of the nozzle so I had rubbed it but the reason I couldn't find it is because of course I had rubbed it flat at that point it was just enough of it that there was still a white kind of (laughs) spot on my back but yeah kind of freaked out for a couple minutes about oh my god what is that I'm gonna have to have that checked out I can't see it because it's on my back and uh no just a piece of lotion that's awesome yeah (laughs) so I should be extra hydrated in that little that little blob there uh but yeah Thought I was going to need to go and have a biopsy of of a lotion glob. So there was my weekend. (laughs) I had bad hair and a glob of lotion on my back like Quasimodo.
0: That's hilarious. I'm glad
1: I'm not the only one who does stupid
0: shit like that. And you are absolutely right. I am not looking at myself in the mirror putting lotion on. No.
1: Well, I have a um, floor-length mirror that is... I can't really describe my room, but um, there are three aisleways, if you will, in my bedroom, you know, kind of around my bed. And if I'm standing in the largest one where my clothes are, where my lotion is, I would be fully visible inside this mirror. So I had to place myself, specifically walk away from the lotion to not stand in front of the mirror and bend over to put the lotion on. (laughs) And I really didn't want to go back and look. (laughs) So, but I had to. But I'm glad I did because, you know, it saved me a whole trip to the doctor and explaining why I can't find that lump now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just old
0: stuff. Old stuff. But it's beginning to be a new year, and we're going into it. And so I am kind of pre-prepping. I want to move more into uh, taking better care of myself. And I know I've mentioned before on here that I'm getting up an hour early and I was exercising and meditating. And so this week, I'm kind of paying more attention to food. And so I have ordered my groceries through Amazon and I got all organic because with the DNA testing that I had done just a couple months ago, there's a lot of additives and stuff that don't work with my body. Probably everybody's body, honestly. Right. It, you know, we. I need to be more careful. And so buying organic and making sure that it's as pure as possible is something that I'm going to be paying attention to this year. So I'm kind of easing into that. And I, what I don't want to happen is to make a New Year's resolution and get burnt out the first week because that's normally what happens for me. And so as I am still continuing to coach myself, <laughs> I'm going to do better at it this year and ease into it instead of, you know, all gung-ho on January 1st. And then by the 10th, I'm like, what New Year's resolution? I don't know what you're talking about <laughs>
1: I know lots of people that do go all gung-ho and then burn themselves out and so you know I know not to do that Mm -hmm. but then I tend to go the other way where well I don't want to go too far into it so you know I'll reduce my cookie intake today (laughs) (laughs) and I always play the game with myself where like okay if I walk this far that burns you know that much calories and that's a cookie so you know it's a wash kind of thing, um, but I so I tend to go the other way. Where if I don't start, then or I don't fully commit, then I can't be disappointed when I didn't reach those goals, mm. and I've put my built-in excuse. So I'm going to try not to do that this year. Is everything year. measured by cookies? Um, my waistband is. <laughs> <laughs> well, but my, I guess my news, my New Year's resolution, if anything, is going to be to get in better shape. Mm -hmm. um, and take better care of myself. And I do pretty good. I mean, I guess cookies are my cheat always. Mm -hmm. I can be really good on a lot of other stuff, but you know, if there's a cookie there, it's going in my face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Besides the organic and, you know, less processed foods, I have to drink more water. And so I've been easing into that as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not I haven't had coffee in a little bit. I still have That's some tea meat. <laughs> I still have some tea at home, but um it's not soda. I have
1: I'm drinking a soda now. But uh <laughs> I used um uh, my surgeries in the past as an excuse not to get mm-hmm. in shape. Um I was scared to do anything too physical. Um, because, for good reason. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah. I've been literally gutted like a fish and sliced uh, open several times um, through my muscles and have had to have muscle repairs and whatnot. So I I was scared and, um, you know, I did what was required when I was in physical rehab and things like that to heal. But then once, you know, my doctors went away and I kind of just quit. I did too much after one of my surgeries and needed, you know, a muscle repair. And so then I was scared again to do too much. So I let that be an excuse for, and then COVID was my Mm -hmm. other excuse, you know. Um, You know, I got the COVID-15 or whatever. So I let those things be an excuse, but I don't want to let them be an excuse anymore. And then we had, um, my son has, over Thanksgiving, was uh, diagnosed as being a type 1 diabetic. So I want to meet with a nutritionist in addition to, you know, physically doing more. I think it would be good to meet with a nutritionist, not just for, you know, what I can do, but how, what will help him as well. And of course, if we cut out sugars and carbs, that can't do anything but be helpful and beneficial for me as well. Because we, mm-hmm. we eat together quite often, my son and his family and myself. They take pity on the poor single lady that lives next door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so sure that's true.
0: (laughs) I'm also looking at supplements, too, because um, with that DNA test, there was some things that my body was deficient in. And um, in order to make it work better for me, I should fuel it with things Mm -hmm. that make it work better. Yes. So uh, the supplements came today. I did not even open the package yet because we were whisked away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You mean because I changed the schedule? We got, we have something in the works and uh, hopefully we'll have more info next week. But uh, the timing on it changed kind of at the last minute, which was beneficial, but again, at the last minute. So, yeah.
0: It was totally cool and I'm excited. I hope that it all works out because, and you guys will love it too. So, well, hopefully you'll love it. <laughs> there might be some pictures you don't want to look at, but.
1: <laughs> that's okay. This noise, that's how you keep scrolling. Yeah. Go on by if you don't want to see it.
0: Uh, so what else is happening? Uh there's just so much. Ah, so I was reading that the um there is a bill to stop unwanted or surprise medical bills, and it was lumped in with the stimulus. So I know how you feel about that. Right. I feel the same. But why is it taken this long? Like that's kind of a nonsensical thing. Like it shouldn't have even happened in the first place.
1: Right. I don't understand why you need laws for stuff that shouldn't even happen. Yeah. I mean, because they did happen.
0: (laughs) And they've been happening with frequency for years. So I'm just annoyed by
1: the United States and I want to flee. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I don't know that there's... I still believe that we're probably the best country in the world. Mm -hmm. So we can flee to somewhere that looks greener, you know, the pastors look greener now, but is it? I don't shouldn't know. we just stay here and take care of our take care of stuff here and make it better? So I listened to this podcast and it's uh this guy
0: named David Ridgeon, um, and it's a Canadian CBC thing. And it's called Somebody Knows Something and it's been on for years, but I recently found it. As I'm researching all of these podcasts and I'm listening, it's all true crime. These are murders that happened, and he did a um a documentary years ago about some African American youth that were murdered um in Georgia, I believe Georgia, I think Georgia, in the South, maybe Louisiana. I'm so sorry, <laughs> it's been a while since I heard it, but he's heard that particular um one but he he speaks with emotion which is very interesting for a man oh okay to speak with emotion and you can hear the care and concern in his voice and even when he was talking to this woman and she was just rattling on some really racist shit trying to sugarcoat it he wasn't shaken by it he Mm. he didn't say the things that i would say he just let her go on unreactionary and said to the african-american man that he was with that you know this is not the time to do this and he was totally apathetic to the african-american man and could you know kind of Calm him down in a way and make him realize that his anger was not going to change her. And it was really right. interesting in the way he did it so respectfully. And through all of the series of podcasts, you learn that he's a vegetarian, he's an atheist. I, you know, I would have never guessed the atheist thing. That one was a surprising thing based on the way he was talking. But The tone in his voice is always happy through these murders and everything that he's talking about. And I'm like, is everybody in Canada like that? Like (laughs) is everybody so nice? Is everybody so understanding? And I I just really want to reach out and say, hey, is this what Canada is really like? Because I want (laughs) to (laughs) join. Except it's cold. (laughs) It is
1: colder. (laughs) Well, and I think that, mm. I mean, at least what gets portray- portrayed is that Canadians are more laid back, uh, more respectful. Um, I don't know if that's the case or that's just, you know, they're public media people not letting the negative Canadian stories out, you know, <laughs> trickle down to the United States. Um, but, you know, we're kind of like the crackheads, you know, on the first and, floor. Yeah. <laughs> the the
0: weirdos in the basement right, right.
1: well now we got we do mexico's the basement so and i wasn't saying mexicans are are weirdos i'm just saying we're not the basement of the continent so um we're the first floor people
0: the weirdos in the first floor thank yeah. you
1: the weirdos on the first floor you know like you live you know there's the yeah. shops on the first floor and then you yeah. have apartments above you know we're the little oddity shop on the first floor. <laughs> you got that right.
0: <laughs> so yeah, listening to that podcast and all of the horrific things that he is uncovering to get to the truth, and the tone and how he speaks is, I find astonishing. So yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards Canada. Just based on this man's
1: voice. Well, as high-strung as I can be, one thing, <laughs> one ability I do have is to just listen to people and not react. Because I have lots of people that try to get reactions out of me. <laughs> um, I have some very animated characters in my life. Not giving them the reaction that they want is something that I'm pretty good at. <laughs> and uh, where inside I am, you know, you crazy mother. <laughs> blop, blop, blop. <laughs> my inner italian is jumping up and down and hands are going yeah hands are going <laughs> uh flailing arms and cuss words are coming out but no nope, i just stay there try to try to stay as, cute as cool as a cucumber although my face does give it away sometimes i'm able to look at you like you are a fucking moron <laughs> um, even if i don't mean to um and sometimes they see it but yeah that's what i try to do Live to fight another day. (laughs) Do not add their shit to my spare bedroom. Oh, so good. (laughs) I did work on the physical spare bedroom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How did that feel? Good. I removed a humongous box that literally sat on top of a chest of drawers forever that I didn't, I put it up there so the kids wouldn't get in it. I I had no idea what was in the box. Hmm. Literally could not even remember what was in the box. So went through it, and the contents of the box that I did not, like, actually do something with now takes up, like, a two-by-two cube on top of the dresser instead of this box that literally my grandchildren could fit inside of. Hmm. Uh, The missing paperwork you've been looking for in there? Nope. nope. No. Darn it. (laughs) Nope. The box of important papers is still (laughs) a-missing. Don't know where that is yet, but more stuff is coming out. (laughs) Awesome. So, I have Mama Muskie's fishing report, and my clairvoyance thing have converged. Oh, so you remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about the whole brownies cheesecake? I made brownie cheesecake. Yeah. Okay. So we, I, we were fishless, completely gone, no fish. I threw my, I cast the net out, and I got one. So we we got a fish on the line again. Okay. <laughs> but this fish, he's most definitely a fish. This one is no doubt a fish. However, he is breaking the rules and he's combining things. Ah. Oh. Right? So this is where the clairvoyance whole thing and the fish comes together. So my the two long-term fish that we had, we had British fish and we had Hungarian fish. Mm-hmm. And they, one was, the British fish was the one that needed the $15,000 loan. Mm-hmm. And the Hungarian was the one that set me up for a couple asks, but didn't actually do the ask. He hinted around, but never actually came, came for it. So anyhow, um, one was an architect. The other lived in Cleveland. Hmm. The new fish is an architect from Cleveland. <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> so now here's the funny thing. Well, there's lots of funny things with um, finding these male bottom feeding catfish on the internet. This one started out when I, when I first saw his profile. He was an engineer. Ah. Once we connected and I looked back at his profile to, to remind myself who I was talking to, he is now an architect. It changed in a day. That's a lot of schooling to happen in a day. <laughs> right. Now, I asked him what he did mm-hmm. to see what he would say. Um, so I think that maybe he started, I don't know if he changed it, um, you know, kind of after we connected or if he was still in the process of creating his account when, you know, when I snagged him on the line or what. But I had several rules or several tells that I look for, um, to know for sure it's a fish. And this one is not following those rules. So one of them is he it did go to a college out of, out of the country. Um, this one is another Oxford. This is Oxford Brooks University, another British schooled fish. Ha! Ah, schooled. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked myself up. One of the things is they always use the proper name. They don't typically have nicknames. This one, his name is Dave, Mm. not David. The very first one I've ever had that did not have the full proper name. So I've got Dave. Another thing the fish usually have is they're widowed. They're a widower. Nope, fish has an ex-wife. What the hell, Dave? (laughs) And the other thing I found is the children tend to be fifteen. Um, I figure that's because they're on the cusp of, you know, like, if you're looking for a woman, she doesn't want, might not want someone with, you know, a three, four or five year old. But a 15 year old's old enough that they're almost out of the house and young enough that they're not complete asses. Um, this one does not have a 15 year old. She's 11. Hmm. So he's thrown me on three of my things that I know to look for. Completely completely messing me up. <laughs> but now this one, I'm actually, <clears throat> he wants to go real fast. And I'm having to slow him down because he says he's from Ireland. I know an Irish accent like nothing. <laughs> and I really, I'm not ready to hear an accent that is not Irish, which I'm sure it is going to be not Irish. I wasn't quite ready for that. So he wanted to speak last night and I, Texted him this morning and said, oh, sorry, I fell asleep. Mm. I just was not ready yet. But then I may have told you before, sometimes I wonder if these are the same people. Right. That I'm talking to the same people over and over. Because every once in a while they'll say something or they're that's similar to another or they're on the same time frame. Mm -hmm. Like the two, the British and the Hungarian fish were absolutely on the same time frame. Yeah. They both left the country around the same time. Both had an emergency around the same time. There was even a COVID scare um, at the same time. So they have to be linked in some way, but I've spoken to them. They are not the same person, maybe the same organization. So this one, because I fully feel that he could be someone I've spoken to in the past, I let him know about the two, the most um, prominent fish, the British and the Mm -hmm. Hungarian. And so I told him that I thought it was odd that, you know, we combined the two. So a handsome architect and a guy from Cleveland. And of course his um here's the other thing, the arch- the other architect that I talked to, which was the Hungarian, his profile said he was in Potaskell, Ohio, and it turned out he was in Tampa, Florida. Well this fish is also an architect. It said he was in Ashley, Ohio, and it turns out he was really in Cleveland. So, hmm, am I talking to the <laughs> same architect? Maybe. So I told him that I had talked to these two men before and not met them, but let him know that, you know, in case he is one of them, you know, I kind of threw the bait or chummed the water a little bit with it, if you will. He just basically said it was interesting. And so I made some sort of comment that maybe the universe was just leading me towards him, which he just gobbled right up. (laughs) So I am saying stuff to this one that, like I said, chum in the water um, on this one a little bit. But this one's already talking about meeting and, and all of this, which, of course, we can't. So, but, you know, who knows? Maybe the holidays, he's just throwing stuff out there. That's what's going on now. Oh, then there was another thing. There was a there was a fish from New York. And this fish never asked for anything. He was always real sporadic in his in, in our communications. There would be days or even weeks would go by. I had, I don't know how someone from New York even ended up on the site, because I can only search 250 miles away. So he had, you know, I never thought that would go anywhere and told him I wasn't interested in pen pal, blah, blah, blah. Anywho, so this new fish, Dave, um, when we're discussing that he's now two hours from Columbus, where I live, he says that distance is an issue and he would come see me even if he was in New York. Hmm. How hmm. oh, interesting. Yes. Now, could it be coincidence? Yes. But I just think it's weird that the one city he picks is a city that there was a fish in. And that fish never did ask for anything. He just disappeared. Well, there's fish probably in every city. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But just the fact that he didn't say, even if I was in Buffalo or Los Angeles, he said Mm -hmm. New York, where there was a fish. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Let the games begin. We'll have a (laughs) new fish. (laughs) What do you think you'll do different this time? So, um, I'm going to let him know how wealthy I am. Oh. I have, yeah, so I'm being a little more, mm, the other ones I would say things like we barely know each other, don't you think it's too soon for that, I would be very, like a normal girl would. Mm -hmm. Um, This one, I've kind of let him know that I'm I'm a little gun shy, however, you know, I'm ready to go. So... (laughs) I don't know. i probably tell him I love him, you know, within three days. That tends to make things happen. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still winging it on this one. Like I said, I didn't expect to get another one before the end of the year. Do you, could you put a message out to see if he would come to Columbus to meet you? Oh, yeah. He had said that, you know, he would come down, you know, for Christmas dinner. Oh. Yeah. And of course, I chuckled about it because I'm like, uh like I don't even know you. <laughs> you know, so I've he's said things like do you think you're because he knows my family is really close and I hope they would be okay with um you dating an Irish man and so I'm like, "Oh my god, they would absolutely love it." And um so I've been very I've coming off as very receptive.
0: Okay. That might spur the immediate need because that's a perfect opportunity for an accident to happen.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what's weird is I've I've, per- I've reached out to Hungarian Fish a couple times because he was in the hospital and then he was coming back to the U.S. So, you know, it could have been a plane crash or whatever. I have not heard from him. He's had enough of my shenanigans, I guess. <laughs> and he just will not message me back.
0: The hospitals in those countries are working
1: overtime. <laughs> I guess.
0: And not just on COVID.
1: So, I think I'll wait till like, you know, New Year's Day and I'll probably poke all of them again. Hmm. All the, you know, just wanted to say Happy New Year. Hope you find the love of your life. I'm sorry it wasn't it. Send violins.
0: (laughs) 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 We'll see. We'll see.
1: It is certainly interesting fishing in those waters online. (laughs) It really is. And of course, I'm only on the one dating site. And at this point, I have gone to only fishing. I'm not looking for real humans on there. Um, I did snag one by mistake. um, And that was a mistake. Um, But I'm strictly looking for entertainment value now on the fishing front. And uh, it it saddens me how many there are out there. Mm -hmm. It's... I'm glad that I have a sense of humor about it, have now moved on to a a different adventure from it. But, yeah, if I was truly looking, I I mean, I was truly looking, um, mm-hmm. you know, for a date, possibly love, um, when I started. But I'm glad I didn't count on finding it because, boy, would I have been sorely disappointed.
0: Yeah, it's it's choppy waters out there. <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn
0: it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but now let's focus on the bright sides. It is a new year. Almost. Christmas is done. Kind of glad the holidays are done. Uh, There's no New Year's parties probably happening. I wonder what they're going to do with the ball drop. Like that being virtual is kind of like weird in thinking
1: about. Well, but, I mean, we're here in Ohio. It's always been virtual for us.
0: <laughs> I know, but there was always a crowd. I just re- think about watching the Macy's parade mm-hmm. and with nobody on the streets, and it just it didn't have the same energy even watching it on TV. Right. Yeah, I don't know what the ball drop is going to look like this year.
1: Did you see the—I know we're kind of going back in time now, but did you see the coverage of the— Rockefeller, Rockefeller Center tree lighting? No. So normally, of course, there's hundreds of people there uh, to fill Rockefeller Center. Why can I not say Rockefeller? Because you're
0: America. thinking of the Flintstones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't, but now I am. Um,
0: oh, I got to tell you, I got to slip this in. So I did research on Dinky Doggy, and yes. it was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon but it was an australian hyena barbarian i didn't even know there was a thing okay okay continue on this tree lighting thing
1: (laughs) so they had closed it you know only select few people could actually be present um you know people that had to do with it um on site everybody else you know they're just going to do a virtual lighting And to make sure that there were not crowds, they lined buses up around Rockefeller Center so that people could not get close. Huh. So you know what they did? They crowded shoulder to shoulder on the other side of the buses to be able to peer through the windows of the buses. And, you know, in the six inches between those buses, people are literally like cheek to cheek on top of each other trying to film it. Worse. So all they did was push them farther (laughs) away and closer together. I mean I know it's not the the people's fault who mm-hmm. put it on. They did their best, but come on, people. Common em F and
0: sense. Yeah, just really. Watch it on TV. It's not that great. I'm yeah. sure there was
1: a camera there. Oh yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> filming it and all of that. And, but yeah, just people literally shoulder to shoulder and because they're trying, especially between the buses, when it's like I said, like six inches apart. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, someone's on their knees, someone's standing above them, like the hear no evil, see no evil monkeys <laughs> stacked on top of one another, like a totem pole. A totem. <laughs> it was so stupid. And you could tell that they were tourists as well. Like, mm. those are not just New Yorkers. There are people from other places coming to visit to see that. And then, <sighs> mm. gee, I wonder why we can't stop the spread. <laughs>
0: Oh, people, come on. We just got to get over this. Stay home. Yeah. Stay home. I want to stay home.
1: (laughs) You like to stay home. I do. I don't mind staying (laughs) home, but I mean, I like doing stuff. There hasn't been a whole lot of stuff to do.
0: I did file the business paperwork today, so everything we do this upcoming year is a tax write-off because of our business. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da!
1: And Rose is now... Link to me in case I do something stupid. <laughs> ha ha! idea.
0: So that's the bright side. We have a business that will net us income and travel. So if you would like us to review your hotel, whatever, we are available.
1: Your Airbnb. Yeah. Your restaurant. Your spa services. Yes. If you want us to come to your town on it. Just let us know. We'll bring whatever toy we're we're currently hosting that week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, when you say things like that, it comes out all
1: weird. Stop let, it. <laughs> let me tell you. So I was talking to one of our co-workers today, and I was telling her about a gift, about some gifts that I ordered, and I have not received any tracking information on them. But I told her, they were adult gifts, so it's okay if they come later. I simply meant they were <laughs> per, they were presents for people over 18, not that they were like for the little kids who would be disappointed if they didn't get them on Christmas. I meant gifts for people that were adults and I said adult gifts and I got the look like are you giving people dildos? <laughs> so, yeah. I realize that what I say does not always come out how I mean it. And with you, we never really know,
0: so we always take it to that other.
1: <laughs> That's just you. I I know. There's a high likelihood of whatever I'm saying has some sort of shady, goofy, or demented meaning. I get that. But sometimes when I say an adult gift, I really just mean a gift for an adult. <laughs> Lips, chains, and, you know, heated lotion. None of that stuff. None of that stuff. Nope. Mm. Although, you know, we if so, we'd have to film it for the fans only page. Right. Wait, I, I haven't made that one yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Maybe that's for you to do. Uh, With the way that my stuff goes sideways? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Somehow we'll end up on some bestiality site and we'll not even have any critters on it.
0: Fans only, yeah. I I'm not so not so sure There I've on TikTok. I feel like I'm talking about TikTok way too much, but there are TikTokers who are guiding people on how to make a fans only page, and if, all of them are saying, "Yeah, your employer is going to find out." Can you imagine <laughs> Neil and Dave coming to us saying, "We heard you had a fans only page." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I had a bit of a I don't want to say scare. In talking with some of these individuals, um, I did get a little carried away and said things that um, I normally would not. uh, No, I would normally not say to someone that was not sitting right next to me in the same room. Mm -hmm. And I know that at least the British fish, one of his tactics is to record and reuse Mm -hmm. um, the audio and video. So I fully anticipate my likeness being out there speaking to, you know, catfishing other men. Um, I get that. So I try to be mindful of what I do and say um, because of that. Well, I was not um, at one point. And when that went south, I got to thinking, oh shit, this stuff could because i know rose you have told me one of the things that they do is take photos yeah. um try to get you to to send um nudes or whatever mm-hmm. and then they blackmail you so anyway i got to think and i'm like oh my god what if i was recorded at this this moment and i had to just put it in my mind i don't care and if it comes out it comes out mm which was really odd for me, because I'm the type that rethinks things over and over and over, yeah. and I just had to just had to offer it up to the to the shenanigan gods and you know Loki <laughs> yeah Loki exactly um, here you go Loki if, if you did this um, you know what that's what I'm gonna have to do with the Loki paw on my foot, and so I'm gonna have to do some Norse God stuff on that foot, hmm. maybe I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, squirrel. Um, I have an unfinished, I have a tattoo that needs fixed and it was from a dog named Loki. Anyhow, Loki the god. Uh, we'll just offer it up to him. And, uh, yeah, I had to just go, okay, if this comes out, it comes out. I'm not going to try to backpedal it. It is what it is. Blah. Mm-hmm. Now I think I'm safe, but yeah, that was kind of a scary, like cold sweat kind of. Oh crap. And then. I'm doing it for you people. That's, te- that's going to be the story. If and, if and when it comes out, you know, TMZ, you see.
0: Harvey Levin with a microphone in your face.
1: Well, if it was only a microphone in my face, then we, it wouldn't be an issue. My. Yeah, yeah I didn't tell you about that. Um, but you know what? Now that it's for the show.
0: So there is a bright side to the future, <laughs> unraveling. Yeah, the future <laughs> unraveling. What may we find? <laughs> you never know. <clears throat> ah, New Year's, we're getting our business rolling. 2020 is going to be good for business. 2021. 20, thank you, God. Let's not relive this shit together.
1: No. We'll find out in just two days <laughs> if this is like groundhog year for real. We wake up and it's March six hundred and forty second whatever. It has been such a weird year.
0: Ah. Uh, I really want to make a calendar of all of the things that have happened
1: because it feels so But I think that's strange. Most of it's so negative why, you know, I wouldn't want to look at it. Not to look at it, but just like
0: wow did that really happen too did that really happen too did that really happen too and I know that things aren't going to go back to the way they were
1: some of those things are good though
0: some of the some of them are I I am worried about the lack of contact between people who really like the contact and what it does mentally to shift because I I think that businesses. May feel like maybe we don't have to pay office space because our employees did fine on Zoom and all of that. And now if they're not going to work, like when the dead body is in the apartment for six days, like nobody's checking on that body. Like there's just a lot of consequences.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True. I I like, I think if we kind of reset, it would be good, you know, kind of going back to... I don't know, think about like the baby boomers, you know, everybody not that I want to go backward um in in a lot of ways, but you know, people had dinner at home and you know, family was all together and in those ways I think it's good. Now, it's hurting the restaurant industry and it's hurting a lot of industries, but I feel like those are industries that were kind of had had growth because of our I don't, I don't want to say our laziness, but our lack of time to do things for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I do like that people are now doing more things for themselves, more home improvement, more cooking, more baking, learning new skills. And I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sad that, you know, other businesses are being hurt in in the meantime. Yeah. Because we did get, as a country, got pretty lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just easier to go and buy a meal prepared or hire someone to do something for us than to just figure out how to do it ourselves. And it Mm -hmm. might not be that hard if we just try. And so I like that we're trying to do things for ourselves more. Mm -hmm. I don't like that you know people are losing their livelihoods over it, but I don't think as a whole it's a bad thing that people are becoming more self-reliant. I agree. Yeah. And also I think a a lot... we're seeing the compassion that's really out there for sure. That's a bright side is I think there was lots of compassionate people, but you just really see it more now. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned this, there was, um, just a quick story. There was a food pantry and I think it was here in Ohio, but not in anywhere near Columbus that had run out of food. They normally service about 40 families a month and, it then more than doubled during COVID. Mm And they simply ran out of food. They had to shut the doors. There was nothing left to give. And um, someone that was coming to the pantry put it out on Facebook that, you know, this had happened. And the community came together. And the next day, I forget how many, you know, pounds of food and things were delivered. Like 2,500 pounds worth of food or something. But people just started showing up with grocery bags and you could tell, like, they went and got soup, but it was an entire, um, you know, case of the soup, not just mm-hmm. a couple cans. And to see things like that, you know, it, it's awesome to see that the humanity is out there. And we're not all assholes, like, is portrayed on TV and from our leadership. But
0: yeah, the coming together is really awesome and i wish that more of that was reported on the news instead of the negative mm-hmm. it seems like they get ratings from the negative and so the good that is happening is not always shown and that saddens me yes so we need a good news tv network there is a website called the good news network but it's not like i don't know it's something different world news like oh, it's gotcha. not like a today News at six shows (laughs) the thrift store giving away blankets to homeless shelters. You know, it's not anything like that. So,
1: well, good thing we have. We'll we'll just keep reporting our little tidbit a week. Yeah. Hopefully we're a bright
0: spot for someone. I sure hope so. So if you guys have bright spots, send them in to hello at brightsideofcrazy.com or Barbara
1: at brightsideofcrazy.com. Or Rose at Uh These are,
0: these podcasts are also on YouTube now, and I post them the, usually the night before. So if you want to sneak in the night before, it's usually going to be on YouTube the night before. It depends on how late the process magic happens to get the logo and the audio together. Sometimes that takes forever, and sometimes it's fast,
1: so I don't know. I don't know either. I have fairies that do that. It just happens. I talk into the talkie stick and stuff shows up on the interweb. I assure you it's not that simple. (laughs) Thank you, Elf Rose.
0: Enjoy your new year as you ease into it. Don't burn yourself out in a week. Everything is good. Roll with the changes. And uh, don't beat yourself up.
1: Nope. Go with the flow. Go with the flow.
0: Everything is changing, so... Make yourself a better you. Yeah.
1: But in your own time. Yep. No pressure. No pressure. We'll sneak you a cookie if you need it. (laughs) So
0: until next week, shine bright, little stars. Shine
1: bright, you crazy diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.